Hello, folks. Just a quick update on our podcast page, Help for Wounded Spirits. So we had a Facebook page of the same title, Help for Wounded Spirits. Unfortunately, through this whole electronic big tech stuff, we lost that page with all of you who liked us and followed us, completely lost the page and had to start a new one from scratch. So we need your help. Would you go out to the new one and find it and like us? It's still showing a, a blip to the old one. But if you'd go out to the new one, Help for Wounded Spirits, and, and find us and like us again, that'd be a great blessing. Uh, we also heard from a couple of you folks who had questions and things were going on. Please contact us. Contact us privately on our Facebook page. Uh, whatever the case may be. Also, by the grace of God, our ministry is expanding, especially on the wounded spirit side. So we have a completely different place now to give to the wounded, the Help for Wounded Spirits uh, website. Uh, so if you could go to Wounded Spirits Ministries, you got to type out the word ministries, T-R-I-E-S dot com, and, and you hit give, it'll take you to a drop-down window that starts with general and list a couple missionaries, and then it says, uh, Help for Wounded Spirits podcast. Boy, we could sure use your help with a month or so coming at us, and uh, that'd be a great blessing. So quickly, we now have Help for Wounded Spirits, its own Facebook page. Please go out and like it. It doesn't look exactly the same as the old one, uh, but God is still blessing. We can't wait to see you folks out there. Secondly, we have another place for you to help us pay our monthly bills with Helpful Wounded Spirits, and that's at woundedspiritsministries.com, and then hit Give, and the drop-down window entirely that comes up will say Helpful Wounded Spirits website. Of course, this is a 5013C. Uh, of course, you'll get a receipt for your taxes immediately, and uh, we thank you very much for your time. We sure do love you folks. Praying for you daily. Thank you. Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Boy, it's great to be back with you folks. We're on Psalm number 189. And and Stephanie just said before you got on, it's crazy we're on 189. And we got done praying, and I agree with her. It's crazy. And uh, uh, speaking about crazy, Stephanie, how are you today? <laughs> I'm hanging in there, Doug. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> and that was just, I'm just, Stephanie is not crazy. She's far from it. So if you were to, if you were to <laughs> well, know I both of us. Well, I might be a little, but that's okay. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, who was that guy's name? Uh, Willie. Willie Nelson used to say, uh, I, uh, Something about being crazy because it keeps them from going insane. I don't know. Anyway, it didn't oh, make much sense then. That would be accurate. And, and it's it's true. Uh, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so here we are, and we're on Psalm 12, but we've been going through Stephanie's kids. And uh, they're all my favorites. I, I always want to say one of my favorite of her kids, but they're all my favorite of her kids. They're all great kids. And today we're on kid number five. And uh, so kid number five, Stephanie, is Hudson Taylor Wesco. Three, I, I often joke with him, he has the three best missionary names ever. Uh, Hudson mm-hmm. Taylor, then a missionary modern dad, Wesco. Passing, I mean, you can do nothing better with a name than Charles Wesco did, Stephanie. I want to tell you that. I, I honor Charles uh, for being a missionary martyr, for doing things that so many won't do. And uh, But anyway, we got Hudson Taylor Wesco. First thing I got to ask is, 
Where did the name come from? Who picked the name? How did that all come together? Well, um, when I found out I was expecting Hudson, Charles told me um, right off the bat, if this is a boy, um, I want to name him Hudson Taylor. And um, he had picked, we had sort of picked the first, uh, our first son's name together. He picked Charles Jr. I picked Joseph's. So he figured it was his turn. So yeah. um, he picked Hudson's name. And then, um, of course, I had had three boys. So I was sort of hoping for a girl. But um, when we found out Hudson was a boy, obviously we were just thrilled. I had almost lost him. Um, I had oh. mis- thought we had miscarried him. And so when we found out we were, the Lord was still giving him to us, we were just, we were so excited. So um, anyways, when we found out he was a boy, Charles was like, it's Hudson Taylor, hands down. It was, it was a done deal. So um, that's, how, that's how then, of course, he was named Charles. Loved Hudson Taylor. He loved his testimony. And really, um, we began praying um, when I was threatening a miscarriage. We began praying that God would um, call whoever whoever this child was um, to be a missionary and to be an evangelist. Mm. And so, um, and the Lord answered, I mean, Hudson's, Hudson's not afraid of anything. He's not afraid to speak up. He's not afraid to... No, he's not. You know, yeah. to say what he thinks. And so I'm excited to see what God's going to do with him. Great, great young man. Great boy. Uh, looks a lot like Stephanie's mom. He favors Stephanie's uh, mm-hmm. maternal side of the family. He's, uh, he's yeah. a good kid. Uh, I, I really like Hudson. Good things about, well, first of all, Hudson, he could tell anybody in the world what to do and be confident about he it. He can. He, yeah, can, he can give exactly some orders, right. and I can only see him with Thor. Yeah, he, he must be working on Thor pretty much. Oh, hard. it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but he's he's artistic, uh, and as an artist, and uh, he is he's definitely a smart young man and a, a good guy who really blossomed in reading in the couple of years since I've known him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just just a good guy, and uh, you know, all Stephanie's kids are good kids. You know, they're they're. Uh, they're going through life like every other kid, a little bit harder without dad, but they have a missionary hero, modern dad, and, and uh, they got a great mom. So thank you for sharing uh, uh, Hudson with us. Now, now, Stephanie, were there any miscarriages before Hudson? Uh, I know you had a few. There wasn't. There wasn't. So your first No, he was, was a threatened. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, you know, at the end of all the kids, we'll talk about the Wesco kids you'll meet in heaven. And... Uh, Maybe Stephanie can share a heart a little bit about that. So, Stephanie, we need a quick Thor update. Uh, you know, <laughs> so so who picked the name? Was it Charles? It was Charles, yes. Um, from some movie he watched that yeah. he likes, the character Thor. Um, that's the, the, the superhero's name. And um, so, yes, that's his, I think his full name is technically Captain... How's it go? Wow. Captain Thor Bullet Rogers or something is the full technical name. That's you know, a good that's one. Yeah. So I have to call him yeah. Cap. Ah, so anyway, thank you for updating us on all that. And <laughs> and folks, we continue our search for a female golden retriever puppy to move in with Thor and be called Dor and then to have little babies <laughs> all the more. And uh that's- funny, Doug. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so whatever you do, 
do not take Thor to the bat. You know, we need to reproduce the uh, the great golden retriever uh, situation uh -huh. here. So here we are. Yeah. So, so getting getting past that. But thank you, folks, for uh, a lot of folks love to catch up with what's going on with Stephanie and, and uh, uh, what's going on with us. And, and so we wanted to tell you about that. But we're on Psalm 12. And honestly, Stephanie, the, the last few Psalms or the last handful of Psalms uh, from the psalmist continue to go on. And they're kind of hard. You know, they continue about this oppression, uh, you know, of mm -hmm. the righteous by the wicked. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, here we go. It, it's going to be talking about vain and proud people and things of that nature. And boy, it's once again, as I said a little while ago or a couple days ago on the podcast, that, uh, boy, we're all there. You know, 2020, we're still there. We're still dealing with these types of things. And so let's hop into Psalm 12. And I think we can find, uh, and, and I was really, and I want to say this about yesterday, Stephanie, I was I was really happy that you talked about Chronicle and Scripture. Uh, I think some of the best things that we can do is learn Scripture, memorize Scripture, get to know Scripture better, work harder on it. And, and I think that's all part of uh, what you were talking about there, that all goes together. Mm -hmm. And so did you start Chronicle and Scripture before we go into 12? Did you start that when you were younger or after you got married? Or when did you start Chronicle and Scripture? When I started chronicling it, like, heavy was after Charles died. After Charles. Um, it wasn't that I had never done anything like that before, but just where it became way more um, intense. And then and then when I found out I had liver tumors, yeah, um, yeah. it definitely went to a whole new level. <laughs> so, so Stephanie's life is, uh, has just been marred with hurt over these past few years and for her to help us or really over a long period of her life because her and her husband dealt with uh, not from each other but some outside oppression and and uh, I'm really I'm really thankful that she shares her life with us and sometimes I got to remind people of that Charles was an okay guy and uh, you guys will get to meet him in heaven and uh, uh, he you know I I don't know if I want to stand too close to him because I, he might be a little bit better looking than me Stephanie and and you know, oh. you know how I am with that. This is where you're supposed to say no. This is where this is where you're supposed to. That's when you're supposed to come forward and say no, dog. Uh, you guys look like each other or something. All right, I got you. You know, it might that be, is setting me up. That's all I can say. That is totally setting me up. You know, I'm going to talk to Charles about this when I get to heaven. That's all I want you to know right now. And uh, well, you guys can battle it out. He, oh. he took great pride in his good looks, so. Oh, see, I don't. So, yeah, I do. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> but anyway, here we are. It's Psalm number, Psalm number 12. Oh, and, uh, my. and boy, I see, I see Charles and, and a few of his children, and definitely in Caleb from the pictures. I didn't know Charles, but from the pictures, Caleb looks just like his dad. And uh, I have a feeling when he gets a little older, Stephanie, every once in a while, he, you're going to look out of the corner of your eye and say, boy, he looks just like his dad. You probably oh, do that yeah, now. That already, yeah. yeah, I'd say that already happens with um, with a couple of my older boys. That yeah. most definitely happens. Yeah, so. yeah. And Charles looks like, so Charles Wesco Jr., Charles, I think he looks more like Stephanie, especially from the nose up, man. He's got the Stephanie look. So that's how God does things. You know, he mixes people <laughs> together. I, I don't know. And makes the world go round. But anyway, here we are. And uh, we're on Psalm number 12. 
And uh, Stephanie never committed to looks thing here, but help is what the Bible says. And <laughs> Psalm number 12, verse 1, it says, Doug, help. Doug, yeah. yeah. We, we can't do that on a podcast. I mean, commit to looks. No, no, I don't think we should. I'm just saying that I wanted to move along that I'm not going to stand too close to him because I don't want to feel bad about myself. And so we're leaving it alone. Feel ba- you wouldn't feel bad about yourself. All right, all right. Because you both, yeah, I mean, you're both like dark, the dark hair thing and all that. So. Oh, all right, all right, all right. That, see, you should have said that two minutes ago because now we're at 10 minutes in the podcast. And we're, we're just getting to this. Okay, but anyway, here we are on Psalm 12. <laughs> And uh, I just want to go on record as saying that Charles is better looking than I am every day. But here we are and, and Psalm number 12 and verse number one. And I, I do pick on Stephanie and she does send it back. Help, Lord, for the God. Hey, come on. I'm trying to be serious here. We got to get, you can't just be sitting back there laughing this whole time. I'm sorry the first word you keep saying it. <laughs> I'm just saying help. That's what the Bible says. It's the inspired word of God. I have no choice. I gotta say help. I mean, that's what the psalmist said. I'll try. I'll try to stop laughing long enough. This is a serious song. Man, you're you're free. I think you might be having a little bit of weirdness going on with you now. But anyway, okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Help, Lord, for the godly man. See that. I think Stephanie muted her phone. Thank you for that. <laughs> she didn't mute her phone. I'm still hearing her laugh. Um, God help us, please, in Christ's name. Amen. Help, Lord, for the godly man seeketh, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity, every one with his neighbor, with flattering lips, and with a double heart do they speak. Now I feel bad. The Lord, <laughs> the Lord shall. <laughs> The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and tongue that speaketh proud things. Who have said, with our tongue will we prevail? Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy. Now will I arise, saith the Lord. Will I set him in safety from him that puffeth at him? The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace of earth purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Wow. I'm going to tell you something. I know we started this off with a silly tone and stuff, but this psalm, what do you think, Stephanie? Man, there's so much going on here. Yeah, this is a loaded eight verses. Yeah, it's it's like um, wow. I think the first the first verse reminds me of the cry that I picture Elijah having um, on Mount Carmel oh, when yeah. he felt all alone, and um, it just it. I think verse one is is that yeah heart cry of someone who wants to be found faithful, yeah. and. Um, and what There's is the times heart in cry? My life you, where I you, felt you, that way. You, you use that term all the time. So just so our brethren know, what is what is those words? My heart cry. What does heart cry mean? I think it, it's that the concept of your innermost being 
crying out to God in a way that sometimes isn't even audible. Yeah. But that is desire of your heart, if I can use that term, where it's it's the desire of your heart that maybe you don't even always know how to put into words, but it, that is that communion between you and God of, yeah. Lord, this is my consuming fire. This is this is what I want to, you know, this is my oxygen. This is my... And we've all um, been there. Yeah. What's holding me together. And that heart cry of, to use that term again, that heart cry of God, I want to be faithful to you. Yeah. And where that is the ultimate desire of our heart. Yeah. And I think that's what David is crying out here is, Lord you know, this is my desire because I'm seeing, it feels like the, the, the godly man, in other words, a man that's faithful, mm. that there, there's not very many of them left. And I, and that's, you know, this is what David was crying out back in his day. And, um, it just, it, it's sobering, um, because then he follows that up with what makes a man not godly? What makes a man not faithful? And I'll be honest with you, Doug, that second verse is scary because it describes a lot of so-called Christians. Yeah. Well, and, and, and how, how often have we felt like the righteous are disappearing from earth or, or the good ones are leaving us? How many times, you know, your dad's a pastor uh, for many years, uh, many years in the ministry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and how often have you felt in your heart when you were a kid? When you were a girl mm -hmm. and your husband was a pastor. And I mean, how many times does it feel like the righteous are leaving us? Mm -hmm. Quite often. Yeah. 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 And, and, and they speak vanity and, and uh, you know, just saying things like that, uh, talking about, uh, you know, speaking vanity. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Emptiness. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it's really of no value. And, uh, uh, well, and, and honestly, this, the second part of the verse, yeah. I, I see narcissism yeah. with flattering lips and with a double heart, do they speak? Yeah. And I, I've experienced that Yeah, where you're, where they, you're buttered up to your face, you're built up, made to look like this awesome person, but they're speaking with a double heart. When the rubber meets the road, they, they could care less if you lived or died. Yeah. In fact, they prefer the, they prefer the latter and it's, that this is not, and I think what David, what David is saying is, yeah. this is not the faithful. This is the unfaithful. Well, and that and, that term double-hearted, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, hypocrite, talking out of both yeah, sides of your mouth. Yeah, it makes me think of the double-minded man yeah. that James talks about. Yeah, and, and boy, uh, I mean, and, and talking about that, and the Lord shall cut off all the flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. And, uh, I mean, those are hard yeah. things. He's going to destroy those. He's going to, uh, yeah. you know, they're gone. They, they mean no okay. things. Who have said with our tongue, will we prevail? Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? I mean, those are, these are the words of a man who's in trouble. These are the words, mm -hmm. these are the words, these are the words of people who are listening to us. You know, truth be told, mm -hmm. these are these are the words of people who are talking right now on this show. You know, we've been there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as David's grappling with a lot right now. He's talking about there's double-hearted people. There's people doing this. There's people pushing us the wrong way, doing things the wrong way, shoving us the wrong way. And, 
uh, wow. I mean, it's just, there's a lot going on for the oppression of the poor, for the sign of the needy. And he's talking about, you know, there's people who need things and they're blowing them off. And, and, uh, uh, now will I arise, saith the Lord, I will set him in safety from him that puffeth up and, and reminding us that, that God will set us in safety. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, he's yearning for that. His heart is like you say, his heart cry is there. And then the words of the Lord are pure words are silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times. And, you know, when we think about silver purified seven times in the heat, you know, that's a lot. People go through a lot, you know, and, uh, do you think that's kind of what it's talking about there? Yeah, I think there's the concept that God, um, the other place that we're, we, we hear about purifying in a furnace is Job. Yeah. yeah. And in that case, too, in that case, it's, it's compared to gold, coming forth as gold. But yeah, And I shall come the forth idea, as gold. Remember that song? Right. Yeah. yeah, Rejoice in the Lord. One of our yeah. We recommend that. It's not even our song. I wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that song, but it's it's yeah. true that that is, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's I think that there's that that idea that going through the fiery furnace, so to speak, is God's way of purifying us and making us into all He wants us to be, and it does hurt. It's it's painful. It's awful, and yet that's how God makes us who He wants us to be. And um, I think it's incredible that to think about the fact that. God's word has been through the fire. Yeah. Um, it's been purified seven times. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, and God has kept his word safe forever. I, and he's given it to us. And that's to me, that's beautiful. I think it is. And I, I think I hear a song coming at the end of this particular thing here, but I, I mean, <laughs> this is a tough question, Stephanie. And, uh, do you think you're a better Christian today than you were two years ago when you went through that terrible tragedy? Well, I feel like less of a Christian than I did then. Um, I definitely think that the Lord has taught me, taught me much. And um, I don't want to say I'm a better person than I was. Well, that's where I was going with part B of the question. Yeah. I've just learned, I've just learned how great my God is in a way I didn't know him before. But I mean, it's it's safe to say, right, to the folks listening, uh, it's safe to say to the folks listening today that um, that our trials, that our troubles, you know, God promises that, that, that it takes us to a better place. It's safe to say that these things make us closer to God. Would that be a good way of saying it? Yeah, uh, most definitely. Make us more godly. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and then there in verse seven, thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. And God's righteous people are preserved from generation to generation. And I got to tell you, Stephanie, at times I don't feel that righteous. Uh, at times I, I don't feel like God, one of God's righteous people. I, I, you know, I don't like it sometimes when people call me a man of God. You know, those are big words to live up to. Those yeah. are hard things to live up to. And the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. And boy, I'm seeing that today with these mobs, with this craziness, yeah. with all these things going on, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Do, do you see these people dancing and exalting wickedness and 
craziness and, and all those kinds of things. And, uh, I mean, are we seeing that yeah. today? Yeah. Yeah. No, most definitely. I feel like we're watching, um, people say this with our lips, where with our tongue, we prevail our lips, uh, own who is Lord over us. And, and when I hear, um, a, a, someone running for office or a politician, literally exalt themselves over God as we have seen done this yeah. year. It terrifies me because they, they seriously are saying who is Lord over us. And that's where verse five becomes beautiful. Yeah. Because God says for the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy. Now will I arise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. And we're watching people who are puffing. And um, I think it's high time we take God at his word yeah. and claim these promises and, and live on them because um, I think it's pretty important yeah. where we are right now. I, and I, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, and I'm glad that some are proclaiming Christ and proclaiming God. Uh, I'm glad that in this political race, there are some that are standing up for God. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones we need to stand up for. And we need to vote for early vote, late vote, anytime vote, not late, but anyway. But I, <laughs> you know what I like here, Stephanie, is like silver, you know, that's been refined in a fire. So is God's words pure. So is everything God tells us. And, 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 and brethren, let me say this to you today. You just, you're proving something to me, just listening to our podcast and, uh, going through a little bit of our silliness at the beginning of this one, but but seeking to hear from God on, on what he can do in your life, and God can do everything in your life. And, and, and you know, again, that this last week or so, we're talking about uh, trusting in God, looking toward God, living in the present, uh, living with the joy of knowing that your faith in God will get you to heaven, living with the joy of knowing that those who went on ahead of us uh, that believed in God or that were before the age of accountability are in heaven waiting for us. And, uh, and, and that's where we got to live our life, Stephanie. And, and, yeah. and knowing that God's word is pure, that, that every, dot, every, uh, every part of this word, every space, and uh, it, it's true, it's real, it's, it's as pure as the day is long. And brethren, God can help you. This word can change you. It's the inspired word of God. It can change you. It can help you. And with all that, Stephanie, tell us what the most important thing is for our Christian brethren. Well, our, our, the most important thing for those um, yeah. here who are listening to you know the Lord is that they would get to know him more yeah. and serve him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. But if you don't know the Lord, Way to save as you're sitting yeah. here, yeah. Is, is that you would um, listen to the message at the end of this and, and that you would... Seriously, think about where you'll spend eternity and that you will turn to Jesus Christ. Heed the message. And accept his free gift of salvation. Heed the message. Folks, we want to see you in heaven. Listen to every word. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. One of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're 
all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price on sin. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The third thing and the good news that the Bible teaches us today is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us while we were yet sinners before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart that all we need to do is pray to God, believe it in our heart that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks, he will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.